Welcome to the Just Ingredients Podcast. I'm Cara Lynn, and here we talk all things nourishing to the mind, body, and soul. This is a place where you can find just good ingredients to life. When it comes to nutrition supplements for women, one brand stands above the rest. It's needed. And here's why. Pregnancy and postpartum are some of the most demanding times in a woman's life. Your health and your baby's health, both now and for years to come, depend on your nutrition. With thousands of options out there, how do you know which is the best? Over 4,000 practitioners recommend Needed's perinatal and women's health supplements. Needed offers premium supplements for every stage, from A-quality support for those trying to conceive, to lactation support for breastfeeding moms, and stress and sleep support for all women, including those in perimenopause or menopause stages. Another great supplement I love that they offer for all women, especially those who are pregnant, is omega-3s. I love that these nutrients work synergistically to support optimal egg health and fertility in mama and optimal brain, nerve, and eye in both mama and baby. You deserve to thrive, not just survive. Head over to thisisneeded.com and use code JIPODCAST for an exclusive 20% off your first month of Needed products. Julie Sawaya is the co-founder of Needed, a mama to two young girls and a lifelong nutrition nerd. Julie grew up in a family of medical doctors and learned at a young age the power of nutrition to influence our health. Julie went on to study the issue of nutritional excess in college and got her master's in business from Stanford, where she met her Needed co-founder, Ryan. As the most nutritionally aware of their friends, Julie and Ryan were shocked to realize that through nutrient testing that they were severely deficient in key nutrients needed for a healthy pregnancy. They dug into the research and realized they were not alone. 97% of women take a prenatal, and yet 95% have nutrient deficiencies. Most prenatal vitamins just weren't cutting it. So Julie and Ryan started Needed to create a new higher standard for perinatal health working alongside a collective of more than 3,000 perinatal nutrition and health experts. Together, they've redesigned the products, education, and experiences women need. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Today, I am really excited for our guest because I think she will answer so many questions for you listeners because I have so many of you that are trying to get pregnant or are pregnant or have just given birth, and she is the co-founder of Needed, which is a supplement company that I love the prenatals of, the omega-3s. And so I'm excited for her to answer all of your questions. And so thank you, Julie, for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So like I just said, you are a co-founder of Needed and I love that company. I recommend you guys quite often. But before we start talking about prenatals, omega-3s, things like that, will you just tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in a family of medical doctors and medical professionals. My dad's a doctor. My mom's a nurse. My sister went on to become a doctor later in life. And at a very young age, it became clear to me that nutrition and the healthcare system are in a disconnect from one another. I learned this really firsthand through my dad's diagnosis with type 2 diabetes when I was five. And that trend of seeing how preventative health through nutrition was 
not emphasized in the medical system carried through throughout really all of my adolescence. By the time I got to undergrad, I ended up studying the nutritional access side of our nutrition and healthcare system from the perspective of food deserts in Chicago and how people, you know, in certain socioeconomic and racial groups lack access to healthy foods. So nutrition is something that I have been super passionate about my whole life. I later became trained as a certified nutritionist and went to business school with the idea that I wanted to start a company to help change the trajectory of women's health. At the time, I didn't know that that was going to be a supplement company. I really came to the category as somewhat of a supplement skeptic. I didn't know really why they were needed. I very much came from the school of thought that you get all of your nutrients through food, but came to realize through my own nutrient testing and pairing up with my co-founder, Ryan, who was on a similar journey, that we had really massive nutrient deficiencies despite doing all of the things that we knew to be, you know, the right things to do. We shopped at the farmer's market. We were sourcing high quality fruits and vegetables and meats and trying to eat a really well-rounded diet, keeping our toxicity low, but found that it's just very difficult with our modern food farming practices, how long food takes to reach your plate to maintain optimal nutrient status especially in a time period like fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum when your nutrient levels and your requirements for nutrients will never be more significant than at that time of life. So it was super eye-opening for us, enough so that we decided to dig into the research and start talking to health and wellness practitioners who are testing women's nutrient levels to understand, is it just us or was this happening to other women? And what mm. we found was overwhelmingly women in this life stage have nutrient deficiencies despite taking prenatal vitamins. So the products really aren't solving for that gap in your diet that most of us think that they are. Oh, that's actually really interesting. Let me ask you about prenatal vitamins because I am asked about prenatal vitamins every single day without fail. I get asked quite often, why should I take a prenatal? Why can't I just take a multivitamin? And so what's the difference? That's a good question. So generally speaking, prenatal vitamins are designed to meet your specific needs in the fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum time of life. The reason that they differ from a general multivitamin, in many ways, that's what they are. They're an array of vitamins, minerals, in our case, also antioxidants that support the underlying processes that your body needs during this perinatal stage. In many cases, prenatal vitamin dosing differs from a standard multivitamin because women's nutrient needs differ in this life stage. But I usually like to take it back to kind of the, the root question of like how prenatal vitamins are dosed typically, because there's a lot of challenges with that. In the current kind of standard recommendations for pregnancy, what's known as RDA levels, they are generally based on a concept that came out of World War II around how do you dose nutrients to avoid a serious disease or death. You can think of the example of the amount of vitamin C you need to prevent scurvy, a significant deficiency of vitamin C that's life-threatening. That's a very different amount than what your body needs to support healing postpartum or optimal immune function during pregnancy. So orders of magnitude different typically. And in the U.S., much of the research around women's nutrient levels are based on studies that intentionally excluded pregnant and nursing women. So oftentimes, they're really just a best guess. 
at what women need, or they're based on levels of nutrients that men need. And then a triangulation is made around, you know, body weight, body composition, et cetera, a baseline woman, and then a pregnant woman. So generally speaking, RDA levels tend to be lower than what's optimal and rather imprecise. So typically when you look at a prenatal vitamin, you might actually find that the nutrient levels are lower than a women's multivitamin, even though we know through clinical insights from tapping into the insights of thousands of women's health practitioners that women's nutrient levels are actually higher in pregnancy than at baseline. That's not always the case that a prenatal vitamin will be dosed higher or lower, but I think something to keep in mind is that there's not a lot of standardization in the category. Dosing can be all over the place. And so, you know, I think it's really, really important not only to try to do your own research, but to, you know, get a sense for who the company is behind the products because the amount of research, the amount of thought that went into dosing varies widely in this category. Yeah, I've seen it in so many different brands that I've looked at. It is just a wide range of variety of things, but it's also a wide range of variety of vitamins that are put in there. And so are there a few vitamins that you think are nutrients, I should say, that you think are really important to be included in prenatals? Absolutely. So in the needed prenatal, we have 24 vitamins and minerals. I'm not going to go through all 24 of those, but Some really important ones and a good way to filter for a quality prenatal vitamin is to look for a nutrient called choline. Choline is vitamin-like in its nature, but it's actually, you know, kind of categorized as a mineral. Choline very much is important for baby's brain development. It's a lot like the nutrient folate or sometimes referred to by its synthetic form, folic acid. Many people know that they need folate in pregnancy. It's, It's one of, if not the most widely known nutrient for this life stage. If you hear nothing else, you might hear take a folic acid containing prenatal or you need folic acid. And the reason for that is because that nutrient is so important to babies, neural tube formation and brain development in early pregnancy. And choline is actually a synergistic nutrient. It works alongside folate. It does a lot of the same functions that folate does. And its importance really can't be understated. But what's interesting about choline is maybe it had a bad PR team because it didn't get the same attention that folate (laughs) did. There's actually been an RDA for choline for 30 years, but it is missing or dosed at one-tenth of the RDA in the vast majority of prenatal vitamins. So the most common dose you'll see for choline is zero, and the second most common dose you'll see is 55 milligrams. The RDA for breastfeeding is 550 milligrams, and for pregnancy, it's 450 milligrams. So I like to recommend looking for at least 300 milligrams of choline in a prenatal vitamin. We dose 400. The reason that a lot of prenatals don't have choline in it is because it's a bulky nutrient. It takes up a Mm. lot of space. So you typically won't find a lot of choline in a one a day prenatal or a handful of gummies because it just won't fit in there. I was just going to ask you why a lot of prenatals out there don't have choline because I have looked and a lot don't. So thank you for explaining that. That makes sense that it's just a bulky ingredient. It is. Yep. And other nutrients that are similar to choline in terms of their molecular weight are calcium and magnesium. Super, super important nutrients for a whole host of bodily functions, including, you know, developing baby's muscular skeletal system, ensuring that, you know, your body isn't drawing the calcium from your bones and your teeth to build baby's bones and teeth 
So really, really important nutrients, but they take up a lot of space. So they're typically dosed really low in a prenatal vitamin. We talked a little bit about folate. That is a nutrient that I highly recommend. We recommend looking for the methylated folate form of the nutrient. The reason being many women aren't able to process the synthetic folic acid form of the nutrient. Methylfolate is a lot more expensive of a nutrient than synthetic folic acid. A lot of research has gone into showing that it is better absorbed by the body than the synthetic form. It's also 98% of the folate that circulates in your body is in the methylfolate form. It's the naturally occurring form, whereas folic acid is entirely synthetic. It's man-made. But the reason that it's not the more commonly found form of folate is because folic acid is it's a lot cheaper. There are double-blind placebo-controlled clinical studies showing that folic acid prevents neural tube defects. And doing that type of research on methylfolate, now that we know how important the nutrient folate is, is really difficult. It would actually be unethical to do. So generally speaking, what's interesting, I think, about understanding the research and how that translates into product formulation and recommendations by you know official bodies like the CDC and ACOG is, on average, it takes 17 years for what we learn through clinical research to make its way into official recommendations. And it can take decades after that official recommendation for it to actually make its way into product formulation and into really the recommendations that you hear from your care providers. And so at Needed, what we try to do differently is look at all of the available clinical research, but also tap into those in-practice insights from practitioners that are testing nutrient and hormone levels in women day in and day out to really short circuit a lot of that that time lag between what we know to be true in clinical practice and what actually makes it into products that are available to the consumer. Yeah, that time lag is crazy. And it even happens with ingredients. I remember 20 years ago, my sister's oncologist was telling her to stay away from partially hydrogenated oils. And it took 20 years later to finally get those banned in 2021. And so it's crazy how long it takes. But I want to go back to the folic acid and folate. I'm so glad you mentioned that because thankfully more and more prenatals are using folate or methylfolate instead of the folic acid. But a lot of women out there have that MTHFR gene, or I shouldn't say a lot, but the good percentage of women have this. And I have it, and a lot of family members have it. And here I was taking a prenatal with folic acid in it, finding out that that folic acid actually, one, wasn't being absorbed, but not even that, it actually was being harmful to my body. My body does not do well with folic acid. And so is that like the number one thing you would tell people to look for in a prenatal is to look for the folate? I think it's one of the most important nutrients because it is so critical in that early neural tube formation process. So, you know, preventing something like spina bifida or cleft palate, it's really critical. And the importance of it starts really early on. For some women, it's like, you know, you may not know that you're pregnant until six or more weeks after your last period. And that's really the time between, you know, five to eight weeks when your baby's neural tube is forming and closing. And a lot of that early kind of brainstem is in development. So it's absolutely a really important nutrient to focus on. As you mentioned, there is now research showing that unmetabolized folic acid can do harm in the body. You know, if you're consuming any processed foods at all, I imagine many of your listeners are trying to avoid processed foods wherever we can, but 
it sneaks in there. You know, folic acid is in bread, it's in cereals, it's in, it's fortified in so many different foods that a lot of us are exposed to unmetabolized folic acid, even if we're trying to avoid it in our supplements. So it's a really, really important one. I would say it's up there alongside the choline that you're consuming and your prenatal is probably the two most important nutrients to focus on, especially in that early first trimester period. Okay. So good to know. Talking about not knowing that you're pregnant, you know, for maybe six, eight weeks later, when do you suggest that people start taking a prenatal months before, or when's a good time? Yeah, absolutely. The ideal would be to start taking a prenatal vitamin six to even 12 months in advance of uh, trying to conceive. The reason being is that there's several reasons. One is that the nutrients in a prenatal vitamin can support your fertility, support your egg quality, support your body's nutrient reserves being in an optimal place before trying to conceive. And not only does that have benefits for your, you know, conception outcomes, but also once you become pregnant, many women experience first trimester nausea. First trimester nausea can be worsened by nutrient deficiencies. So if you start out your fertility stage in a nutrient abundant state, your body has nutrients to draw upon. There's, you know, better chances that you will feel well in the first trimester. And if you don't feel great and you find it hard to consume the healthy and, you know, nutrient dense foods that you're used to eating, your body has enough nutrients that it can draw upon, especially if you're taking a prenatal vitamin during that time period to get by and to make it through to the second trimester. I think a lot of women don't know to do this because we are told generally it's understood that a prenatal vitamin is for the baby. But actually, in most cases, other than in the case of something like methylfolate, which absolutely we would recommend you supplement with to make sure that there's enough for baby because it can cause some complications if there's not, most of the time our bodies are really smart. They know to draw nutrients from mom to give to baby. That's the order of operation. So if you don't have enough nutrients, your body will give it to baby and it'll take it from you. We see this through, you know, mother's brains, you know, in the case of omega-3 or through calcium in the example I mentioned before about your teeth and your bones. And so at Needed, we really try to emphasize, yes, this is an investment for your child's health today and in the future, but it's also for you. If you start out pregnancy depleted and you go through pregnancy, which is a depletive state, and then you end up postpartum, you give birth, it's such a taxing experience for the body. And then you breastfeed thereafter. It is like more than a year, maybe two years or beyond of uh, a depletive state. And many women are left after that experience undernourished, under-resourced, and that can have complications for your later fertility or for your hormone health for years to come. Right. I'm so glad you mentioned taking the prenatal like afterwards, even during breastfeeding. And so could someone take it for years afterwards or how long do you suggest? Absolutely. In the case of the needed prenatal vitamin, we recommend taking it before, during, and after pregnancy. If you were planning, if your family isn't complete and you think you might have more children in the future, there's no harm in staying on a high quality prenatal vitamin for five to 10, or, you know, if you're kind of family planning year span even longer than that to stay on it the entire time, there's huge benefits in keeping up with that high level nutrient intake. The only time that we might recommend not staying on a prenatal vitamin is if the prenatal that you're taking contains iron, you might be getting too much iron at certain times in your lifespan. For example, if you are not menstruating and you're breastfeeding and you're taking 
a high dose of iron, it may be more than your body needs. The needed prenatal doesn't have iron in it. We offer iron alongside our prenatal because iron can interact negatively with other nutrients if it's taken at the same time, and it can inhibit the absorption of a nutrient like calcium. So in the case of the needed prenatal, there's no safety risk staying on it for the long term. And in many ways, it's actually a great baseline multivitamin for women beyond the perinatal stage. Okay, so good to know. So I have a question about omega-3s with prenatals because I know it's changed now, but it was just a few years ago that I was looking for a prenatal with omega-3s in it and I could not find one on the market. It did not exist. I had to take a prenatal with an omega-3, two separate things. And so why is that? And let's talk about omega-3s. They're so important for pregnancy. So maybe talk about why they're not in a lot of prenatals and why they are important. Yeah, so I think this is a great question. Omega-3 is a really critical nutrient. It's one of the most studied nutrients for pregnancy. The benefits are very clear that it supports baby's brain development, cognitive development for years to come. It's an absolutely essential nutrient. The reason that at needed, we offer omega-3 alongside our prenatal is because it is a nutrient that is very subject to oxidation when it's mixed with vitamins and minerals. Omega-3s typically are sourced from either fish, hopefully high quality, low mercury fish like salmon and sardines and, and the like, or it can be sourced from microalgae, which is a vegan, basically going straight to the source. That's actually where fish bioaccumulate their omega-3 from. And so in the case of you know consuming omega-3, hopefully you're getting some through your diet if you consume, if you're a pescatarian or you eat a a diet that has fish in it. But many of us, even when we do consume some fish through our diet, especially in pregnancy, when you're often told to avoid fish because of the mercury concerns, we need to get it in a supplement form. And because of its sensitivity to oxidizing, it's best if it's packaged alongside a prenatal vitamin, not in the same actual capsule. You can find some prenatals on the market that have omega-3 in it, We've found through stability studies that that nutrient tends to oxidize. And if it does oxidize, it can actually become inflammatory rather than anti-inflammatory. So we definitely recommend if you can find one, sourcing an omega-3 that's high quality and that's alongside your prenatal, not actually in the prenatal vitamin. I'm so glad you explained that. Thank you so much. So let's actually talk about your omega-3s because where it's sourced is really important. And so where is your sourced? We have today a vegan omega-3 that is sourced from microalgae. It's sustainably sourced, so the algae is grown in a controlled environment in a way that ensures that it's not susceptible to you know, the pollution risk and toxins risk that we find in the open ocean. And it's really a, you know, a high quality, high potency form of algae that is high in two forms of omega-3, DHA and EPA. DHA is the form of omega-3 that is better understood for pregnancy, but EPA is actually really important. It actually, there's research showing that it helps ensure that DHA can cross the placenta and reach baby. So we like to include a good amount of both the DHA and the EPA in our omega-3. And excitingly, it will launch possibly by the time the podcast comes out, if not shortly thereafter, we are also launching a high quality fish oil version of omega-3 that will be a little bit higher in potency. So you can get up to 2000 
milligrams of um, DHA and EPA through the fish oil product that we're coming out with, which is going to be friend of the sea certified, clean label, you know, certified. It's a really high quality. We spent a lot of time sourcing a fish oil that lived up to our standards for quality and are really excited to bring it to market. It's super pleasant to take. One of the biggest challenges around pregnancy and fish oil, really fish oil at any stage of life is the smell, the taste, the burp back effect. And we're, you know, receiving really great feedback about both of our omega-3 options. But in some cases, the fish oil can actually have even less of a sensory impact than the algae. A lot of people associate the smell of algae actually can kind of smell fishy to some. And it's because it's, you know, that fishy smell that you smell with fish is actually the algae that they've consumed. So we've been focused on omega-3 for many years and looking at all different options in terms of making it highly palatable and easy to take and are excited to be offering the second option. And we actually have a third coming out early next year too, that we'll be sharing more about. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Okay. So that's really interesting that you have the algae one and the one coming from fish Maybe you do or don't know this, but is it a myth that if your um, omega-3 is really, really fishy or is giving you fish burps, it's not a high quality sourced oil? Is that true? It can be true. Yes. That can be a sign of oxidation of the product if you're detecting a lot of, you know, fishiness to it, for sure. Okay. Yeah. And if the oil is darkened, if it's, you know, looks almost like blackish in the gel cap, that can be a sign of oxidation as well. And for those listening, oxidation can contribute to inflammation and omega-3s help lower inflammation. And so you definitely don't want one that has oxidized. So thank you for explaining that. And omega-3s though, you don't need to be pregnant or breastfeeding to take omega-3s. They're just good for all women, right? Yeah, it's actually one of the most important nutrients for hormone health in women. And so supporting your hormone health during fertility and also for really any stage of, you know, your reproductive journey, uh, perimenopause, menopause, you know, earlier stages of womanhood. It's a great nutrient that every woman should ideally be taking. And the research shows upwards of 95% of women aren't getting enough through their diet. Oh, wow. That's a lot. It's pretty shocking, actually. The other thing is omega-3s can really help with mental health. And so I would say women should stay on it for a while to help with postpartum, correct? Absolutely. Okay. And then also tell me about your omega-3, because doesn't your omega-3s have like choline and some other nutrients in it as well? Yes. Our algae form of our omega-3 has choline in it. So it has, you know, the, the base prenatal has 400 milligrams of choline in it. The omega-3 has another 100 milligrams in it. You can actually double up the dosing of our omega-3 to get you all the way to 600 milligrams of choline if you're taking the prenatal plus the omega-3. And then we also include two antioxidants, lutein and zeaxanthin, which are really helpful nutrients for baby's eye optical development and mom's optical nerve support postpartum. Some women have an impact to their sight and vision during pregnancy or postpartum from some of the hormone fluctuations and, and nutrient requirements of pregnancy. So those are two really great nutrients that work alongside the omega-3 to ensure optimal delivery of the omega-3. They help their antioxidants, so they help to prevent oxidation of the omega-3, really intentional ingredient selections in, in the omega-3. Okay. So someone like myself who clearly is not going to get pregnant again, you guys, I have 
six kids and my youngest is nine. We are not doing that again. But can I take this one even though it's got the choline in it or it's made just for pregnant women? No, it's actually designed for pregnancy. So it has really powerful benefits to the perinatal stage. But the same high quality product works really well for men who are focused on their fertility and also for general women's health. So we currently offer a prenatal omega-3, a men's fertility focused omega-3 and a general women's health omega-3, all that utilize the same four key nutrients, the DHA plus EPA from algae, the choline and the lutein and zeaxanthin. Okay. So good to know. We're going to talk about men's fertility in just a second, but I actually want to ask you about one of your other products that you have because you have an egg quality support. And so I thought that was so interesting. So what's the significance of egg quality and why is this important? Yes, this is a really great question. Egg quality is really important for optimizing your chances of conceiving and carrying a healthy pregnancy. So egg follicles, women are actually, it's pretty fascinating, I think. Women are actually born with all of their egg follicles. So when you are an infant baby in utero in your mom, you actually have your egg follicles already developed, but they exist in really like an immature state throughout your life. And then when it comes time to, as you're, you know, a woman, you know, of reproductive age, every month you have all follicles that mature. So that maturation process helps to basically the egg follicles develop um, one, typically one, sometimes two in the case of naturally occurring twins. One follicle kind of grows to be the dominant follicle, and that's the one that ends up becoming the egg that you ovulate each month. During that period, it's usually about a 100-day maturation process. The egg follicles are really susceptible to environmental factors, the foods you're eating, the toxins around you, et cetera. They are delicate cells, really. It's like it's a single cell. And there's a lot that you can do through diet, supplementation, and lifestyle factors to influence your egg quality. There's also research showing that there are influences that you can make to your egg reserve. So the the reserve of the egg follicles. So if you are perhaps not yet wanting to try, but you know that it's in your future, if you're you know, focusing on your career, you're just in a different stage of family planning. There are benefits to supporting your egg quality today that can support a future pregnancy Mm. into the future for women who might be freezing their eggs or pursuing, you know, IVF, a frozen embryo transfer, things like that. There is a certain amount of nutrients, both vitamins and minerals, as well as antioxidants that can support egg quality. And we like to emphasize this at Needed because So often the information around egg quality and how egg quality diminishes with age is so doom and gloom. It's sort of like the prevailing message is that there's nothing you can do about your egg quality. You're born with all of your eggs and there's nothing you can do about that. But there actually is a lot you can do about the quality of your eggs. You know, it needed a lot of our emphasis is around controlling what you can and, you know, letting go of what you can't. But in the case of the quality, there is something that you can do. And so we formulated our egg quality support. It launched in January of this year and is one of the best-selling new product launches that we've introduced. I think there's just so much demand in the market. What's unique about it is that it has no ingredients that overlap with a prenatal vitamin, meaning you can safely take it alongside any prenatal vitamin on the market. So whether you're taking the needed prenatal or something else, you can safely take our egg quality support on top of it. Most products on the market that say that they support egg quality have 
folate and vitamin C and vitamin E and some overlaps versus a prenatal vitamin that make it unsafe to take on top of a prenatal. The other really exciting thing about our egg quality support is that it's safe to take during pregnancy. So if you are pregnant with a child and you think you may want another in the future, you can actually take egg quality support all throughout your pregnancy and your postpartum experience, et cetera, to support those egg follicles for the future. So it's a really amazing product. We do recommend taking it alongside CoQ10, which is another antioxidant. Uh, We're talking a lot about antioxidants, but it's because they're so important for fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum. And it's just a great product that I think is offered at a very accessible price point. And it's exciting to be able to offer that to women to give them a little bit more control over, you know, the timing of building their families. That is so fascinating because yeah, many people want to have a career first or do some other things first before they have kids. And so the thought of, well, during that time, let's help, you know, our egg quality. That is amazing. And so you talked about some factors that can affect egg quality. You talked about toxins and things like that. So I'm assuming our diet, meaning like, do sugars affect it or inflammatory oils or things like that affect the quality of the egg as well? And does stress? Yeah. One of the biggest factors is stress, stress, toxins, aging, other factors, like you mentioned, they can all contribute to oxidative stress. And so that at the core is why we're trying to give you a high potency of antioxidants to counteract that oxidative stress that can very much impact your egg maturation process and the the health of the follicles. In the case of blood sugar, what's interesting about blood sugar is just the connection between that and your hormone health in general. And, you know, every month when you have a menstrual cycle, there's really an intricate dance between your hormones of what needs to happen to go right for ovulation to happen and then for ovulation to be successful. And blood sugar stability is one of those core fundamentals that can really support healthy hormone balance and the ability for hormones to fluctuate in the way that they naturally are meant to during a woman's cycle. Yeah. And they can really affect inflammation, which we've talked about inflammation and how that affects it. So I'm glad you brought that up. So is your A quality support mainly antioxidants then to help your body with that stress? Yes, that's exactly right. So it includes acetyl-L-carnitine, an ingredient called EGCG that is basically a really rich polyphenol. It has an ingredient called PQQ and alpha-lipoic acid. So really powerful antioxidants clinically studied to support egg quality and related fertility outcomes. What I love to share about this product is that one of the practitioners who was most involved in formulating it is actually an IVF mom who is a naturopathic doctor. So she's super, super well researched on nutrition and has lived the experience of how important egg quality is. So we try to bring that lens of bringing together the best of all different disciplines together when when it comes to formulating products that we're getting buy-in and you know expertise from a range of different practitioners. Oh, I love that. Okay, so now I want to talk about the men's part in all of this, because it's not just the egg quality, it's the sperm quality too, I'm assuming you would agree with. And so let's talk about male fertility. Are there lifestyle changes or habits that can impact their fertility as well? Absolutely. And I think, you know, when, when thinking about men's fertility, I think it's important to recognize that so much of the conversation 
in the fertility and trying to conceive time period is around a woman's body. Mm -hmm. And if there are fertility challenges that a couple is experiencing, the assumption is that something is, you know, maybe not working right in the woman's body. Maybe it's her ovulation or her egg quality or something about implantation not going correctly. But we know from the research that male fertility impacts fertility outcomes significantly. So sperm are contributing 50% of a baby's DNA. And we see, you know, somewhere between 40 to 50% of infertility cases and pregnancy loss is male factor in its origin. And the reason for that is that sperm, you know, we talked a lot about eggs and their maturation cycle. Unlike an egg where a woman is born with all the follicles that, you know, that she will ever kind of need or that, you know, will ever develop into eggs. Sperm actually develop their entire life cycle is over 90 to 100 days. The sperm cells generate, they mature, et cetera, all over that time period. And, you know, and there are millions of them. So it is very common even in healthy sperm to see sperm that don't swim correctly, that don't have the right kind of structure, what's called morphology um, or the right motility, the way that they move. And we know from the research that lifestyle factors like exposure to EMFs, heat, toxins, you know, things like cycling, you know, kind of wearing tight pants, constriction, and nutrients can actually impact the health of the sperm. They are even, you know, to a greater extent than the egg, they are super, super susceptible to environmental factors. So, you know, both on the positive side and on the negative side. The great news is that there's a lot you can do through targeted supplementation and implementing some of those lifestyle changes that can dramatically improve sperm quality. And so, you know, we talked a lot about starting a preconception supplement routine for women six to 12 months before trying to conceive. For men, the ideal time period is, you know, is similar to that. At a minimum, you'd want to start three months before trying to conceive since that's the life cycle and the turnover of sperm. But it never hurts to start that process sooner because for some people, it can take a little bit longer to correct some of the imbalances that you might have, some of that inflammation in the body and whatnot that can take a little bit longer than 90 days to improve. So interesting, everything you said. And it is true that women always get the bad rap when there's infertility. It's always blamed on the women. And I'm like, wait, the men have just as much impact in this as the women. And so let's talk a little bit more about that. So you said that the sperm are affected quite a bit by toxins. And there are so many endocrine disruptors in male products that they use, hygiene products, the shampoo and shaving cream and deodorant and so many of these things that they use on a daily basis. So do you see that being a part of this infertility and issues with the sperm? Yeah, absolutely it is. And I think generally what our practitioner community advocates for is this doesn't always happen. You know, many pregnancies are unplanned, but in a perfect kind of, if you have time, if you have kind of the resources to optimize your health in the preconception window, it does involve kind of looking really carefully at your household cleaning products, your personal care products, you know, some of your habits and routines, like many men love to do saunas and steam rooms and hot tubs and, you know, high intensity exercises that actually can damage or hinder sperm development during this preconception window. And the good news for men is that that window lasts until you conceive um, successfully and you know, their kind of ongoing role during a pregnancy is more of the support person, not the one whose body is rapidly changing and having significant nutrient depletion. So 
You know, I think it's something that can have such a big impact, not just on your odds of conceiving, but the health of your child for the rest of your life. So I think what it takes for men to get on board with the idea of proper supplementation is usually education around a one kind of daily routine change, or maybe like a really concentrated effort to clean up kind of, you know, your exposure to toxins and things like this over a limited finite time period that can have meaningful impacts on your future child's health and your virility and your ability to conceive a healthy baby. And what we find it needed is more often than not, it's women who are the purchaser of these products for their partner, but they're getting their partner on board through the education around what an impact this can make. Okay. So let's actually talk about supplementation for men and their fertility. So do you recommend like a multivitamin or could they just take the omegas that you guys sell? Like, what do you recommend? We would recommend our kind of optimal protocol for men's fertility involves four products. It involves a multivitamin for men that has nutrients that are tailored to men's fertility and to their overall well-being. So that product men can stay on really for the rest of their lives, but it has nutrients that are dosed in the right forms and the right quantities to support fertility. We recommend pairing that with an omega-3, which is really important for those antioxidants. We actually offer a sperm support, which is similar to the egg quality support, but it actually combines targeted microbiome support in addition to antioxidants. The male microbiome, this is true for women as well, that your microbiome impacts your hormone regulation and your hormone production. In the case of men, seminal fluid actually has its own biome that can impact conception outcomes and the health of a woman's vaginal microbiome. So there's a lot of benefits to supporting men's gut health when trying to conceive. So the sperm support is kind of a two for one. It includes your gut health and then also your targeted fertility support. And then lastly, a CoQ10, which is that high potency antioxidant. The reason we don't offer CoQ10 inside the sperm support and inside the egg quality support is because that nutrient is also prone to oxidizing if it's mixed. And from a price point wise, we want to be able to offer a product that, you know, is at an accessible price point and high quality CoQ10 can be expensive. So optimal kind of would be to take all four if you were on more of a budget. Men are less prone to omega-3 deficiency than women because they tend to eat more meats and fish, especially hopefully they're consuming grass-fed, pasture-raised beef, high-quality fish. So if you had to prioritize just two products in the lineup, we would really recommend the sperm quality support and the men's multi as the kind of core don't miss supplements during that time period. Okay. I love that you have something with the probiotic and prebiotic in it because I try to teach that all the time, that if you're having hormonal issues, it could be due to something going on in the gut because almost all hormones at some point come in contact with the gut, whether it's to be created by them or regulated by them or secreted by the gut. So I love that you guys have that. But I am a little bit dying here because you guys have a men's multivitamin. Yeah. Okay. I shout out your stuff to women all the time. I love your prenatal. I have looked at it, researched it. Your omega-3, same. Love that. Shout it out. And I did not know you had a men's multivitamin. So I love that you're providing that for men as well. 
it's a great product. And probably one of the reasons you weren't aware of it is because we do, you know, tailor most of the messaging of that product around the men's fertility time period. But it's a great product. My brother takes it. My dad takes it. They are well beyond their perinatal stage. It's a really awesome, comprehensive men's multi that uses the same high quality nutrient forms as the prenatal vitamins that we offer for women. So same rigorous third-party testing, nutrient sourcing, formulation by experts, carries across the whole needed product lineup. Okay, so good to know. Learn something new every day. Really quick as we wrap up here on time, I know you guys have a digestive enzyme because I actually take it, so that one I do know, but will you just quickly tell the listeners like what a digestive enzyme is, why we should have one, but also how it could help with pregnancy? Absolutely. So enzymes are naturally occurring proteins that speed up reactions to break down the food that you eat by helping to break it down into smaller components. There are a variety of enzymes that are needed to support the digestion of a wide range of foods throughout different parts of your digestive tract. And modern food processing depletes food of naturally occurring enzymes. This is actually exacerbated during pregnancy and nursing. Along with stress and eating on the go, it can lead to digestive challenges. And through our practitioner community, we see that most pregnant women can benefit from consuming digestive enzymes alongside their high quality food. So I like to think about digestive enzymes as the supplement that helps you get more out of your foods and supplements because it supports your body's ability to digest them and process them. And it's a, it's a great product. What I, one of the things I like best about our digestive enzyme is that it includes 14 enzymes in total. One of them is an enzyme called DPP4 that is shown to support gluten digestion. And for those who are you know, sensitive, have some kind of sensitivity to gluten. I tend to try to avoid gluten due to my, I have Hashimoto's, which, you know, can flare up postpartum. And so I try to avoid lactose and gluten and some of those foods. And our digestive enzyme contains enzymes that specifically target breaking down gluten, breaking down uh, legumes, breaking down lactose, et cetera, really to support kind of a well-rounded diet that we, you know, hope our customers are consuming. So it's a great product. I think it's one that is really under-recognized, the importance of it. You know, sometimes you might know that you need a digestive enzyme if you're having a lot of bloating, digestive discomfort, but it's a product that many of us could benefit from because we're just not getting enough of those enzymes through the food that we're eating. Yeah. So many people that follow me tell me they hurt after they eat, they have to run to the bathroom after they eat, they're bloated. And I always recommend a digestive enzyme because it just helps break down those particles of food into the good nutrients so that we can absorb them better. So I'm glad that I know about your digestive enzyme and use it. I love it. And so Thank you so much for explaining all of this stuff about supplements during pregnancy, after pregnancy, and even for men. Been really interesting. Will you tell my listeners where they can find Needed and where they can find out more about your company? Absolutely. So we are available online at thisisneeded.com. That's the primary place to find us. We also sell through the supplement dispensary full script for those that uh, might work with a qualified healthcare provider. So Fullscript and our website are the two main sales channels for us. Um, Needed's recommended today by over 4,000 practitioners, and we just so appreciate the support of 
practitioners like yourself. And, you know, that endorsement means a whole lot to us. And then on Instagram, we are at needed. So pretty simple, all one word. Um, We share a lot of educational content over on Instagram and our other social channels. So that's a a really good place to follow us. So a question to wrap this all up, because I know a lot of people do recommend your products. So do you think it's because of the research you put into it, the sourcing you put into it, quality, all of the above, what makes you unique and different? I think it's really the fact that Needed was created around the need to better understand women's nutritional needs and deficiencies. And from day one, we worked with practitioners to better identify them. And I think, you know, in many cases, practitioners were finding that And by practitioners, I I generally mean nutritionists, registered dietitians, naturopathic doctors, those who are most highly trained in nutrition. They were finding that even the highest quality practitioner grade products had gaps in them, especially around women's health. The portfolios of products for women's health just were lacking and needed, showed up, I think, at the right time with a willingness to listen to practitioners, to learn from them, to take insights from their practice and use it to make formulation decisions. And I think that ability to tap into those clinical insights and really listen to consumers and practitioners is something that sets needed apart. Of course, we also have really high quality sourcing standards, third-party testing, you know, the nutrients that we're using are really high quality, but I think it's, it's really that desire to learn from practitioners and to work alongside them in order to optimally support women's health that I think most sets needed apart. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. So I always end my podcasts with asking my guests what they have found to be the best ingredient in life. What would you say it is? I think for me, it's really about living my life with authenticity. And, you know, of course, that as someone who focuses all of my time on optimal nourishment, you know, nourishing my body, nourishing my kind of soul with people around me who are positive influences in my life, and then really trying to live my life by my values and live it on the basis of intentionality and making decisions that align with my values, I think are probably the the most important ingredients in my life. Oh, I love that. Such good information. And if we could all live our life with authenticity, that would be amazing what we would do and accomplish and do for others. And so I love that. Thank you so much. We will have a discount for these needed. If you listeners want to try it, we'll be in the show notes. And so thank you for offering that. And thank you for all the information you gave us today. And this will be such a good episode for my followers that are pregnant or just trying to get pregnant to listen to. And so thank you for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. It's always fun to go deep diving on uh, such a passion area for me. So thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I love providing you with content to educate you and your families. To pay it forward, please subscribe to the show and leave a review. These help us reach more people looking for better help. If you found something useful or interesting, the greatest compliment you can give us is sharing the show with someone you know. Remember, wellness is a journey and you are never alone.